0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my little podcast of ranting and bullshit. Um, My name is Dean Laxer, and I've been doing this for a little while now, uh, recording some private stuff, uh, recording topics about my hobbies, about life, and failed romances and problems in society. Problems with women in general, or let's say problems in relationships. Um, this is also going to be one of those topics today. Let me just adjust the microphone here a little bit. Okay, that's better. Uh, I made myself a cup of tea behind me, which is um, its basically just a, a tea based on a mix of herbs and not much else right now, no alcohol today, maybe later, I i don't know, because as the time of recording right now, it is, wait a minute, let me see, yeah, it's 20 past 2 p.m., uh, it's a, on a Sunday, that doesn't mean I don't drink Sundays, of course I drink Sundays, are you fucking kidding me? I drink whenever I feel like it, because I'm a professional, <laughs> and I can handle it, at least I, I think I can. Um, Health-wise I've been doing quite fine. There hasn't been much of a change and I'm not really affected by anything that the media has been uttering lately and I don't want to dive back into that topic. I fucking hate it. I don't want to dignify anybody uh, who's really just up in arms about this topic. Let's just let it rest for a while. I won't be talking today about Peter Gabriel, I'd like to, I really do, but I got some work behind me that I need to finish. I'm still writing my novel and I've got a few ideas for this chapter that I've been working on. I've been, you know, juggling with the ideas back and forth how to set it up and I think I'm just going to write it down as fast as I can and see how it looks afterwards and of course, most likely, rewrite a few things. Rewriting is a process that is always taking place when you write books, at least that's what I've been taught, that's what my uh, my teacher has been preaching, so always be prepared for that. Um, no, uh, the reason why I, I don't want to talk or cannot talk about Peter Gabriel just now is first of all there's a topic in my head that, that is a bit more pressing, uh, a bit more urgent because it's... Uh, based on an old, old friend of mine, a problem that I'd like to address today, later on in the evening, probably, uh, if, if this uh, phone call that I'm receiving from him is not delayed. But we'll get into that quite soon, because that was the initial thought of why I should record this topic, because it's, quite frankly, pissing him off, and pissing me off, and yes, it's about a not-functional relationship that he's in, He's married, and it gets worse from there. <laughs> Bear with me, this is really rough, okay? It's not physical abuse here we're talking about, no. It's it's nothing like that. It's not, it's not about drugs or anything out of the uh, unordinary, let's say, or the shocking topics that most families always uh, face, you know, when, when talking about the most extreme things that could happen. Nothing about crime. Uh, no, it's about something more... Uh, much, much different, but it can result into a crime towards um, any person who is subjected to it. So, before we get into that, Peter Gabriel, yeah, I wanted to dive back into the first album a bit more, or let's say, additionally, some some information about the process, about uh, making the album, let's say, or who produced it, actually, and I wanted to dive back into those informations, um, getting my facts ready to talk about it, and I'd like to play a, a portion of, you know, my favorite songs and, and talk about that. But the problem is I'm trying to find information if I am allowed to actually play the songs, only a portion of them, not the entire song, but just a portion of them while I talk about them. And what happened to some YouTubers is, of course, they got red flagged because of that, and it, it's perfectly obvious that they're they don't own the rights to the songs but they are advertising uh the music and they're advertising in good faith um the the work of of the artist they're respectfully talking about so i'm wondering if i'm allowed to do that in my podcast playing the, uh, the music which would be easier and more interesting to listen to instead of just you know giving out the links to this and that song which i will do in the end as well um I haven't done that in the, in, in the previous podcast. I wasn't thinking clearly in that regard. But um, yeah, I don't want to be red flagged. I personally don't think I will suffer any you know um, legal clauses from real world records. I don't think so. That's the label of Peter Gabriel at the moment, which has been for quite some time now. And I think that they would maybe let me do it. In, in good faith, but I want to clarify that first and uh, perhaps write an email to those guys uh, to their headquarters, so to speak, and, and ask politely if I'm allowed to actually do that or not. And if they say, yeah, then I can keep that piece of document for me and talk nicely and kindly about the, the uh, artist overall, because I have nothing bad about the guy to say, really. You know, it's, it's really about admiring his work, and that is it, and just, you know, trying to get people maybe a bit more focused on this kind of music or, let's say, old-school musicians who have something to say in the end and who had, or still have, a significant influence on the music industry. So that being said, I'm still out in the clear if I can uh, get the information or not. In legal terms, as far as I'm concerned, almost everyone has to well, prepare themselves to get flagged at some point because of copyright issues. And some bands out there have lawyers on their hands, you know, attorneys, seeking out exactly these cases to either just punish people or perhaps, uh, you know, get get money somehow out of that, that system, which is a flawed system, really. It, you, you just can't seriously go to someone who's been talking about your work advertising songs, talking about the arrangements, talking about the creative process, and seriously not look at it from a positive perspective, thinking, oh yeah, this guy's talking about my work, this is awesome. It's like free advertisement. They don't have to pay anything for it. You know? And still, you know, some people get upset about that, and I really don't understand why. But that's a different case. Uh, I think, as far as I understand Mr. Gabriel's world and his music and his point of view on music, I think he has an open mind when it comes to uh, the general use of music, the internet, and all the possibilities that it can offer, especially when you uh, like creating remixes and stuff like that. The amount of information that you can get, uh, the, the audio files, samples of all kind, or even you know the original samples of the artists the, themselves, if they actually offer them online for free for experimentation, let's say. Um, and I think Gabriel did that at some point, you know, when he was, uh, giving out the source material, maybe not the source material, that's the wrong word to use, but he was, uh, giving artists, remix artists, let's say, um, access to sound files that were, you know, based on songs or coming from songs like Shock the Monkey and Sludge Hammer or Big Time and create remixes from that. And I think Shock the Monkey was one of the most remixed songs Uh, during that time when he um, advertised a little bit of of that stuff. And some remixes are just fantastic, really. You have some interesting creative people out there who are willing to uh, surprise you and capable of of, of doing so. But that's a different topic. Let me just get my head straight here. It's um, recently, yeah, we're getting to that dark... Let me just check on something here. Yeah, that's fine. It's getting to a darker topic. Oh yeah, before we go to the dark, a dark topic, I have a new a new toy to play with. I bought myself a gift. I ordered the Alexa Echo Studio speaker, the largest speaker, high fidelity speaker they claim from Amazon because uh, I did some some research. I always wanted to have something that Kind of uh, gives me a certain amount of sound quality even though I don't have the space to um, or just because I don't have the space of actually setting up a real stereo system I don't know where to put the speakers to be honest um, I could put them in my shelf but at the moment because of lack of electricity there and a uh, there, there's a um, power plug in the wall that is not working right um I think it's because of the fuse box. There's, there's something wrong there, but I can't find the mistake. Um, I asked my landlord twice if I can get an, an electrician, if he can send someone by who knows this stuff and fix it for me. But, you know, during the holidays, winter and all that, you just cannot get anyone who's, who's actually a trained electrician who has time during the holidays to come at your place and to see your mess. So I kind of paused there and just ignored that. Now I use the stereo system for my uh, projector for the movie screen that I have, which is uh, set up on the opposite side. So I got good use for that, and the speakers are quite massive. And I've I've stated previously in some of my podcasts um, that the speakers lie directly under my bed. And I'm lying in bed staring at the screen, which is very comfortable, at least mostly, Enjoying the movies while the sound is just like massaging my ass cheeks underneath. It's really awesome. <laughs> I can only, only wish I could have uh, had this idea sooner. Um, now, the sound quality is quite good, even though it's a very old analog system. But just because it's old doesn't mean it's crap. So um, I'm going to keep that as long as it still works and is running. Um, I'm not quite sure how much power it actually uh, requires because recently the prices for electricity have gotten sky high for some reason, probably because of uh, the COVID pandemic or because of um, other issues that I really haven't looked into. I just know that the prices are going up, and uh, it's it's going to be rough. I'm not quite sure what's coming towards me this year, um, money-wise. Who knows? Who knows? But the Alexa speaker came to my attention because of... Uh, Well, basically, because I have the Echo Dot, the very small one that looks like an uh, an ice hockey puck, Um, I was always very satisfied with that thing. It was very cheap; I got it for a Black Friday deal for twenty bucks. Um, Quite good sound, actually, even though it's very small. It's not the most fulfilling sound if you're listening to, you know, if you're a die-hard listener to all sorts of music. It's probably underwhelming, but it's very practical to use, even with the voice commands. And since I've been using it every fucking day, and I've been listening to ambient music during the night, I listen to, of course, Mr. Gabriel, I listen to all sorts of chill-out music and rock and roll or 1940s music, you know, the swing era. Uh, I listen to the news, I listen to weather forecasts, I use it as an alarm clock, I use it as a countdown clock when cooking... It's super. It's just one of the, the the most practical inventions that you could make based on internet uh, gadgets and all that kind of stuff. So I was wondering if it's not maybe a better idea to just buy the largest speaker they have to enjoy more music, uh, you know, following up with, with all the power and bass that it, uh, comes with it. And it's quite good, I got to say. I paid 200 bucks for it, which is a fair price. I didn't I, I, I didn't want to wait for a special deal or anything like that. You know, I, I, th- I, I said to myself, I really love using this, this stuff, so why not go full circle right now, buy one. Maybe I'm going to buy a second one at some point and just spread them across the room. Uh, it is a 3D audio speaker. Um, you have to enjoy 3D, the original, real 3D audio audio from Amazon's own database, and you have to pay for that. It's a premium service, and it costs you at least almost 10 euros a month in in Germany. Um, I haven't tried it yet. I'd like to know what's in that database, if it's actually worth it or not. I'm kind of, I am a grouch when it comes to that. Uh, No, not a grouch, I'm a scrooge. I do not like to pay extra for services that I just don't need every day. I have a huge library of music I can choose from. I got Spotify. You know, I I listen to uh, a bunch of online radio stations, online streaming services that offer great content in good quality, and I'm just really enjoying that. And the speaker gives uh, more than enough away from from that kind of uh, experience quality, I think. And it's really mesmerizing. I do like using it. I do recommend getting one. Just as a side note before I go to the darker territory of my friend. Um, Yeah, I know, I'm I'm rambling. you got to bear with me here. When you use the fucking speaker, you place it anywhere you want, and every time you do, your device will register this. I'm not quite sure sure how. Probably through sensors. It doesn't matter if you unplug it or not. It will always adjust the optimal uh, surrounding audio settings by itself. Um, I don't know if you can actually trigger these settings specifically or change those settings. You can, of course, use an equalizer in the Alexa app, which I did. I tried to boost up some, some bass. Some people claim that the speaker is too heavy on the bass. Oh, no, it's not. It's really not. I don't know where these guys uh, come from with, with that idea. If they listen to you know uh, things like, like the, the Apple speakers, the, oh, God, what is it called, the sound pod? I don't know. These audio pods, um, I think they are superior in comparison with uh, uh, the Alexa speaker. I think, even though you pay good money for them, I don't think they can actually light up a candle next to the studio speaker here. Um, I could be wrong, but from what I've gathered, the sound quality overall is one of the best in that price range. So uh, I didn't want to spend more than two hundred. So I went there with that thing, and I just recently, uh, just well, not recently. Let's say today. I just uh, an, an hour ago, I laid a longer um, power supply cable behind a shelf, which is actually my uh, separating my room. It's it's like um, it's like a stair shelf, if you know what I mean, a ladder shelf or something. I'm not sure how you call that thing, but it's it's a room separator, and it stands right in the middle of. Of the room, separating my my sleeping area, my sleep corner, to my work corner, and or from my work corner, and on the last element of that shelf, I place the speaker, which is almost right in the center of the room, so it actually radiates or sends out a good audio signal throughout the uh, the the entire place of my apartment, and um, the sound is great, really, and you can hear the difference how the speaker adjusts now the, the, its, its new position and is adjusting the sound settings and it becomes much fuller and much more interesting, better sound experience because, you know, today everything is about the fucking experience. But I got to say, it's, it's it's worth the money. It knows what it's doing and it's a superb sound, really. For its size, it's really awesome. So if you if you can, if you're interested, check it out. I don't benefit from anything of this stuff. Amazon did not pay me to say this. Nobody cares if I say it, because almost no one is listening. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's just a good speaker. Okay, enough about that. I have a zip left of my tea here. Mm. I could use some rum with that tea, you know that? Okay, so, my friend. Let's call him by his real name, actually. I don't think he minds. Um, his name is Michael. I have uh, met him let's say hmm, almost 20 years ago i was working in a steel factory uh welding and grinding steel and aluminum mostly stainless steel and i didn't do that much with aluminum or aluminium i don't know whichever you prefer pronunciation wise um michael was always a bit um a bit difficult to 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 work with, I think. He's a very polite guy, but um, he's not exactly the sharpest person in the world. Uh, he's kind of slow. It's not his fault. It's just um, it's it's just the way he is. But he's he he tries to be very generous and forward coming to his colleagues and friends and all that. And most of the people that he met actually just abused his kindness and uh, used him for being a driver. To you know, to get to discos and back home, getting all drunk, and he didn't do shit. You know, he wasn't even appreciated for being uh, the the helping hand and 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 the driver. They just left him alone. So that was kind of bad. So I I tried to explain to him to step away from those so-called friends before you get burned or something. And um, uh, back then, he was. I think he was nineteen eighteen or nineteen years old, I think maybe yeah I think he was he was I was a bit old I was like twenty three twenty four 24, around that time, and yeah, you could say almost twenty years i've I've known him and I I uh, I got fired from from that company out of um I could convince the boss to let me go let's say because I wanted to move away. And instead of, you know, trying to create a gigantic fire and and uh just get all you know, haywire and all that that kind of stuff. I, I didn't want to cause a war between the boss and me, so I I told him, "Look, I can't work here anymore. Um I have a different life now waiting for me with a specific someone who I eventually married afterwards. Long story. Very stupid. Big mistake, of course, on my part. But if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys now. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I moved away, Michael was still working for that company. And uh, the boss we had, the senior was, was bad. You know, he was kind to most people, but he had a temper. You wouldn't believe. He started screaming and yelling and cussing and just insulting uh, employees and workers if he felt like it because he was of the opinion that he was always right. And if you can imagine what a boss that is, if you actually met someone who behaves like that, you know exactly the agonizing pain that comes with it. And his son, uh, the guy, a very spoiled brat, um, he was one of the biggest living assholes I have ever met in my life. And I cannot be kind about this, and he doesn't deserve any kindness. He is really a fucking prick. At least he was back then. Maybe he changed over over the years, but I doubt that, you know, because he got everything he needed. He just, he almost by accident or by sheer chance succeeded as studying uh, in, in the fields of international business because he kind of slacked behind on that kind of stuff. He wasn't really interested nor was he focused on, on that specific topic, and I know that for a fact. And uh, while he was sliding and bullshitting his way through that, those, those studies, he actually took over that steel factory company, which they did not create themselves. They haven't really built up that company by anything. They just acquired the company because it went bankrupt before that from the original owner and uh, or founder of the company, let's say. And the son, when he took over, he got actually, you know, they gave him a brand new Audi, I think. I think it was an Audi, BMW or Audi, as a gift for succeeding his, uh, his university uh, program and to, to graduate, you know. And I thought to myself, dude, you know, that's pretty fucking low to actually go that far. To, you know, to give your fucking son, who is spoiled beyond belief, even a brand new Audi? on what fucking level do you guys live on? You know, that's just absurd. It, no one does anyone any favors doing that, especially not growing up and yet, shaping their their per- personality and, and 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 character. You just destroy them by making them more spoiled or privileged, let let's let's say, okay? And uh I cannot really remember that he was very kind or polite to anybody sincerely. He was just acting, and if he didn't feel like acting, he just, he, he tried to destroy you. He was an asshole, just a pure asshole. And, um, I could tell you more stories about that guy, but it's just, it's, it's not worth it. Um, he's afraid of dying anyway, so he's, he's moving towards 60 now, I think, so, you know, he deserves everything he gets. <laughs> okay, enough about that. Um, Michael, he kept working in that company for a while, I think for a couple of years, until he got so fed up about the entire situation. It was not really interesting for him anymore. It wasn't fulfilling. It got very boring uh, working there. So he started to uh, look for other jobs, then went as a night guard, you know, uh, securing facilities and companies and ground properties of all kinds, depending on the clients, of course, and working mostly during night shifts from, let's say, 6 p.m. to 6 in the morning. So 12-hour shifts, you know. But he got he got paid really well because of the extra money that you get during night shift. At least that's the law in Germany. I'm not quite sure how it looks like in other countries. But he made quite a substantial amount of dime in that time, uh, you know. And uh, he... Uh, I think he sort of spent almost everything <laughs> on, on garbage and crap that he really didn't need, but he felt like he needed to buy. So he wasn't very good with money, but he was good at making money somehow. Then he started uh, creating an IT company that I think went downhill very fast because he's not an IT expert. He'd like to be, but he isn't, to be fair. Um, there's still quite a, a substantial amount of knowledge missing to give him that expertise. I got to be fair here. I'm sorry, Michael, in case you're you're listening, but this is not your strong suit. Um, it can be if you keep studying really well in this field and just really, really, really pay attention to what you're doing, then, of course, you, you will be, I'm not even sure why I am addressing him personally. He doesn't even know about this podcast. but um, He has to put the work in there, you know, grinding himself through it, elbow grease, studying, learning, understanding, testing, learning by doing, all that stuff. And as far as I'm concerned, he never did that. Not to that extent. So I'm not quite sure how he actually managed to create that company. But as far as I know, that company got um, stomped on the way to um, oblivion. So, you know, he had a relationship that kind of failed and he met someone else that failed, I think. And then he met someone whom he actually married and that's the person he is living together with today. And uh, he has two kids with her. Um, I'm not sure if they're boys or girls. I, I don't know. I, I didn't ask. I just know he has two kids. And um, he did uh, something that most people would consider it to be a gigantic mistake, he moved in with her and her parents, his father and mother-in-law, in the same house, living together as one gigantic family. I did the same years ago, and boy, was that bullshit. That was one of the worst ideas I've ever had, but he, I lived in a more peaceful way compared to what he's been suffering through right now. Because... Now, this is where it gets dark, and bear with me when I say this. The family and his wife are completely diehard fucking creationists. I'm not kidding. I know this is baffling to you guys, but if it's not, and you are aware that, you know, these people actually exist, um, yeah. This is where everything takes a darker turn. Now, first of all, let me say this. Michael himself is a, he's a faithful person. Not just faithful to his, his, uh, his spouse, but he is faithful in such a degree that he does believe that a God exists. That is fine. He believes in the Christian God. He thinks that the Bible is correct. All that is okay. It's fine. But when I met him, his life did not, you know, uh, just circled around this topic. Uh, the, the, the Bible and, and religion was not the center of his life. But his wife thinks differently. His wife is a diehard freak about this stuff. And everything she does, the, her entire life, the, the, the way the family is formed and living together, the social structure, everything revolves around... Christianity and only the Bible about Jesus and God and all that stuff. Anything out of the ordinary that doesn't fit into this pattern is striked as evil and ignored. Now this is not Michael. Okay? And I really do not understand why he was so foolish as to believe that having living a life as a let's say um half Christian, no. No, it's not the right word, but he's passively Christian while the others are actively Christian. And um, just as a side note, I don't mind if anybody really follows this, this kind of religion. It's just I say this kind because it's nothing else than any other religion. There's no right or wrong. It's just a religion, and that's it. I do not overvaluate this stuff. I don't think anyone has the right to use any form of religion and created, into a fundamental belief system to manipulate other people what that woman is doing and her her parents are doing is trying to manipulate him by saying you must go with me to church every sunday you must there is no maybe there is no i have something better to do you have nothing better to do you must go with me period no discussion They wanted to go to couple therapy because Michael was of the opinion it's not really working between us. Duh, really. So um, her argument, according to him, I've never met her myself. I don't think I ever will. First of all, COVID. Second of all, not interested. But I do believe what he's saying, because he's a very upright person, very authentic in his behavior... And he doesn't like to tell lies unless he's trying to protect himself from something. But he's desperate here in this situation. He's looking for help, so he reached out to me because he needed to talk to. Some- he needed to talk to someone. Imagine that. Okay, that's how lost he is. He can't go to his parents because um, they obviously don't care that much. And uh, he doesn't have many friends to talk to. I believe otherwise he wouldn't. You know. Uh, cram through his old phone looking for my phone number and then, you know, call me up and say, dude, I got some problems. So, um, you know, and he knows I'm very critical about religion in the first place. So I think he knew that I would just tear him apart. (laughs) I didn't really tear him apart, I'm just, I'm trying to show th- sympathy for his issues here because living a life like that is not, not easy, especially when you have kids in the family, it gets even worse, much worse, because the kids are obviously brainwashed, okay, they're living in a world that is, first of all, completely fiction, okay, and it's based on scripture, things that the children do not really correctly, logically understand they can't children are not, not able in my opinion at least to critically view any point of, of view on religion okay um they're brought up into this world they are being pushed through religious structures and belief systems they obtain these these systems cuz their minds have been so to speak assimilated by this kind of thinking and their mindset and and it's just there is no way around that you will become almost a victim instantly in this development without even knowing it, being aware that something is wrong. When you get older and you realize, yeah, this is not really for me. You know, there's something wrong here. It doesn't really uh, coexist properly with the other people I've met. You know, and that's also the thing here. His family is not really, they don't want any outsiders to come in to the family. They must be Christian. I mean, that's just fucking bizarre. We're living in 2022 by now, and not in medieval times. What the fuck are these people thinking? What, is, is, is Mohammed going to come by and threaten everyone? Is it, or or even, even an atheist, for fuck's sake, because atheists are obviously evil? Give me a break. What the fuck is wrong with these people? I know what's wrong with them. It's just... Um, the, the amount of brainwashing taking place in, in people like that who are so far away from reality, it's just absurd to even consider the possibility that people like that exist. But they do, okay? They do. Like I said, you can be religious about some stuff. You can follow your, your you know, e- evangelical stuff. You can be Catholic. You can be, you can be Jewish. You can be Muslim. You can be anything you want. As long as you're happy with this by yourself and feel everything is fine for you. That's okay. That's perfectly okay. I believe in Spider-Man, okay? It's not my religion, but I believe in him. I believe in Mr. Gabriel. I do not believe in Jesus. I don't believe in God for any reason, really. I believe there is a possibility for more. Sure, not that there must be necessarily, but it's plausible that there could be... um, an alien race, quite powerful. I'll get to that maybe later if I don't forget. Because it's not as vague as some people might might suggest. You have to keep some things in mind here, but we'll get to that later. Still talking about Michael here. Um, they wanted, oh yeah, right. Um, I think Michael was the one suggesting to go to couple therapy. Now, His wife said, okay, we can go into couples therapy, but only under one condition. Now hold your hats, girls. This is going to be cool. The therapist has to be Christian. (laughs) Imagine that. I don't know what I would have done. I think I would have bought a shotgun and killed her for uttering such stupid nonsense. It's just out of this world bizarre. You know, and I really feel for the guy because this is not normal. I'm sorry, kids. This is really not normal. It's it's a crime. This is where it becomes a crime. It's a crime to uh, take a person, no matter if that person is married to you or not, or even a relative, and push them towards this kind of thinking. You know, without remorse, without thinking twice, without even understanding what it is that you do. Because the, those people quite clearly think they are in the right. They know exactly what they're doing. It's not their, their fault that, that everyone else is different because they're the only ones who see the light, okay? They are, They believe they are the ones who are illuminated, just like people from the flat earth theory, okay? It's just the same kind of bullshit, I'm sorry. These people think they know something that is valuable, that is unique, that is uh, mind-blowing, illuminating, special. It makes them feel special. It makes them feel more powerful, more purposeful. Everything. It's just a drug in your head. Period. It's nothing more than that. And I, I do not appreciate people trying to change other people's minds by force and forcing them into a, a, a Christian ritual to save their marriage? Uh, no, sorry. Uh, you, need, you need psychiatric care, lady. This is not good. Okay? But she will not understand that it's not good. She's too far gone, thanks to her parents, who are probably just the same kind of religious knuckleheads who don't really understand what it is that they're doing. OK, so um, according to his own side of the story, um, which, like I said, the way I've, I've, I've got to know this man, I do believe that he's really telling the truth and not overdramatizing everything. He's become a victim in this relationship for sure. OK, and um, I'd like to get him out somehow. And he himself actually started w- w- this, this conversation with uh, thinking that he probably needs a divorce because of this, uh, there is no change positive for this relationship. And he feels like he's been not only trapped, but he wants to come forward and say, um, I need a divorce. This is not working. you know, And I hope for his sake that he can actually do that because I don't think he has a future in a life like that. You know, he's trapped in a house with people uh, who obviously think completely different than he does. And it seems like, at least that's my theory, that the parents are uh, most likely forcing their girl to, you know, change Michael's mind, to make him one of us, or one, of, one of their people, so to speak. Um... Which is, like I said, a problem. I mean, I do understand they met on common ground. She was religious, he was religious, and they sort of, you know, uh, got well together, I, I think. I think they had a, 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 a broad understanding of religion as a whole, and I think they, they found a way to communicate properly. Not properly, but they communicate fluently over that topic and just uh, maybe fell even in love during that time. I don't know. It could be... It could be because of uh, false expectations, obviously. You know, that could be the case. It's very hard to say how everything has started. I wasn't there. I don't know any information about that. I can only speculate at this point. But um, the idea that his life is being turned upside down because of this lifestyle is really just... Uh, it it's like somebody's been punching me in the gut you know it's it's really i we have so many other problems to take care of and this shit still exists which is mind blowing to me it's just i cannot believe that some people would go so far and so low to not only live a life like that but also just with 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 their goal to uh to take someone's life and forcing them to change for the greater good of Scripture, for the greater good of God and, and, and Jesus and all that, you know. And I certainly don't believe if a God would exist that He would just stand up there going like, "Yeah, you go, girl. That's exactly the way to do it." Uh, no, no, <laughs> forget it. But if that's what they want to believe, you know, that's it's it's their their own problem. And Michael is now standing right in the middle. So according to German law uh in most cases when a divorce is being filed and gets through and and accepted in front of court um mostly women always uh take get custody of the kids to over way over 90% it's just it's like an unwritten rule that if something happens men are always the ones who bleed in in Germany cuz you know, they they put their dick in someone's vagina, they got to pay. That's the basic logic thinking here. And um, I've even heard about couples who uh, were completely, well, 50-50 in being either a good person or completely asocial. I've I've known one case where uh, the wife was just completely selfish, very calculated, very evil, very cold. And used her children just to get the money that was promised, you know, to her by the government. First of all, they, everyone in Germany gets, uh, a, a, specific, a specific amount of financial support for their kids. Additionally to that, they get money from uh, from their ex husband, you know, to uh, to pay um, alimonies. I think it's called, right? And um, or something like that. I don't know. It's just. I'm a bit, a bit dizzy in my head because of this religion shit. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, the woman, as far as I know, has been just spending all that money on herself, throwing a party after the other, not really taking care of much of the kids because she doesn't care. Uh, the kids are just uh, actually a tool to get more money. And the husband is uh, just downright devastated, you know, and, and um, at least he was for a while very devastated. Um, he wanted to change some things, but he couldn't, you know, it, it was it was it was dealt by the attorneys in such a manner that if he wants to see the children, he has to wait for approval of his ex-wife if he can actually see them or not. She had the last say here. In that, in, that, uh, in that sense. And he loved his kids very much. And to such, to such a degree that he thought um, living without his, his family, living without his kids, is emotionally not processable for him. It wasn't acceptable. He couldn't cope with that situation. And guess what? He actually did take his life. You know, it's, uh, it's a sad story, Really. Um, it comes down to gold diggers in the end here, at least in this case, in this scenario, where the man obviously lost not only uh, custody for his children or his family altogether, but he lost his life because he didn't know what to do. it was a devastating blow uh, caused by a person whom you thought you can trust, whom you thought you know. And I'm not sure how deep Michael is in the shitter when it comes to finances, but I do believe that if something happens... And they do get divorced. He's gonna pay royally for this shit. Because in the end, the family is in danger because of him. It's his fault. That's how this is gonna look. And this is exactly how she's gonna present this. I know it. I know it for a fact. First of all, this woman is trying to, you know, just see life from one perspective her own. There is no other perspective, nothing else exists. And his perspective is wrong. He's at fault. He needs to be changed. He needs to be saved. And that's what's going to happen. And he's being pushed into a corner. And I'm expecting a call from him today where he wanted to explain in full detail how everything started and all that. Um, I'm really looking forward to that phone call. Um, so far, I haven't heard anything. He did tell me that he wanted to call during the evening. And I, it's going to be soon late in the evening, so I, I assume that he will ring my, my, my bell here, <laughs> my, my phone. And let's see what happens afterwards. The, the point I'm just trying to make here is um, y- you just cannot do that. It is just absurd to actually believe that you have the right to do such a thing. You don't. No human being in the world has the right to do this not under any fucking circumstance, okay? You either, if you if you get to know someone and you fall in love, let's say, okay, first of all, you got, you know, the fucking butterflies and all that kind of stuff, stuff that we don't really need, but they're nice to have and an interesting feeling, I suppose. But afterwards, when real life kicks in, day-to-day work, day-to-day jobs and chores and just this nice little friendship-based coexistence with a little bit of romance and sex... Um, if that turns sour because one side, no matter if male or female or whatever sex you are, it doesn't matter whichever side you're on, if you think you have to change that person to such a degree that you feel fine, this relationship is doomed. There is no scenario unless the person is harming himself or herself, like obsession with something that is a bad habit, like spending too much money, being broke all the time, drugs, obviously, or any kind of criminal activity. Yeah, sure, I get that. Then change is inevitable, or you go down. But changing someone's beliefs, or you know the core aspect of who you are, if you're trying to push someone into church and just um, assimilate him into that kind of cult, no. No, you can't do that. You cannot fucking do that. It's not your right. If anyone is interested in joining you, they will do so. They will talk about it. They will show an interest and they will research the information that they need to clarify once and for all, if I want to follow the text in Holy Scripture, yes or no. And if someone doesn't and thinks, look, uh, this, this, this relationship is going way out of hand, we're not doing anything together all we do is living because of these rules. And uh, furthermore, she's she's trying to force him to read the Bible. Why? Because of what? Why would anyone suggest that? Why would this make anything better? It's a book. Yeah, it's scripture. It's being declared as scripture. But just like any other book or comic book, it is a story about events that supposedly happen events that were never fully proven. I'm not going to say another word about that. Okay? It's a story. Some people, a bunch of baboons in in, in the past, have written this book because they believed what they saw, the visions they had were correct and needed to be spread. And, you know, everybody had to learn about this. I get that. We were talking about different, 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 different times, far different than what we know today. I'm not saying that we're all superior, no. I'm just saying, life has changed. The situation has changed. Knowledge has changed to quite a significant degree. Maybe for the worse, maybe for the better. That's uh, very subjective. But there has been progress, and that progress is pulling through all the way. And it needs to, because without this kind of progress, we are doomed. We're fucked. Royally fucked. Anybody who says different and says, no, 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 the the progress is destroying mankind. Uh, Sorry, but you have lost your focus. You don't understand what's at stake here. If no one would actually go for progress and by just... You can accept religious aspects and think highly of them, but you cannot, for any means, take religious aspects and let them form your path in life. If you're a scientist, like many people were before, not just today, but back in the old days, like uh, Copernicus, for example, you know, or um, people like, let me think, let me think, um, Edison or Einstein. If any of these people would, would think to themselves, I cannot go too far with this scientific research because religion tells me it's not good. Where would we be, you know? I mean, without progress, if people would not actually dismiss all of these these traditional thinking styles and lifestyles and not focus on what is driving them, or at least, you know, they have an idea in their head, they want to create this idea, they want to follow through, they want to do something that they can benefit from, and other people as well. For example, the invention of the car. When the car was invented, if, if really everything is correct and history is telling me correctly, uh, Henry Ford created the first motor vehicle, motor, motorized vehicle, or at least the motor for it. I'm not quite sure what he did, but he did invent uh, quite a significant amount of, of technology that forms the automobile industry. We can agree on that, I, I suppose. And as far as I remember, I heard many articles or read about articles that were printed back then where people were damning the invention of the car for being an evil instrument that will destroy society. They said the same thing about the invention of uh, the, the steam train, believe it or not. You know, in most cases, in most cases, we can rest assured, these were people with a heavy, heavy, heavy religious background, criticizing progress in general because it's evil. They didn't trust it. Why? Because they didn't understand it. that's the point. So my thinking right now, after all these years of progress coming to 2022, we still have people who have been sheltered and isolated in this modern world, let's say, and they, they stick to their religious beliefs, which is fine. Like I said, it's, if you want to and this is what you need, it's okay. Just because I don't think highly of it doesn't mean that anyone else doesn't have the right to follow their, their religion. Of course not. It's, 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 that's bullshit. But if you still think you need to damn and critically view every aspect of progress during your entire existence, including your family and your kids by sheltering them from the outside world and isolating their minds from knowledge from the outside world, you are actually endangering your entire existence because this is the most ignorant thing you can do as a human being by not being open to what the world is actually presenting to you, not just science itself, but anything in regards to technology because not everything that has been created is necessarily evil. It can be used for evil things that's true. Uh, religion, just the same. Or have you forgotten, you know, we had the, the Inquisition many years ago. People were tortured and killed in, in, in the name of, of, of Christ. You know, Indians were killed in the name of, of Christ because they didn't want to convert to, uh, to uh, Christianity. They didn't want to. They had their own belief system. And Christians back then thought, at least, uh, well, they are subhumans, obviously. They're lost sheep. We have to convert them. They have no chance to survive or see the light and meet Jesus. You know, that, that's just the pure ignorance right there, 101, okay? It doesn't get any worse than that. And living in a world today where all this information is available, where, where all these things have been created and done and invented and talked about, there is development on end. For some people, maybe that development is too fast, I get that. It can be scary from time to time, especially trying to understand how electronic motors work, You know, like Tesla's inventions, high-speed trains and you know, space rockets and uh, particle accelerators and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's really, of course, it's a bit much to, to wrap your head around, but you cannot just give up and then go back into your shell and think to yourself, yeah, I want to stick to the Bible for a while, longer. Um, if that's the only thing that drives you forward, I do believe there's an issue here at hand that needs to be resolved at some point in life. Because I don't think you as a human being would actually develop the full potential that you can have as a, let's say, normal functioning human being overall. Like I said, it's fine to have your religion. I know people who are religious, but... It's not a good idea to to just spin around only this topic and take scripture as your center core of existence and just ignore everything else. There has to be a solution to go both ways. You can always go back to, you know, uh, believing you can go to church, you can do a- anything you want to feel, uh, to fulfill that Christian lifestyle. That's okay. That's fine. But don't stop being a human being. That's what I'm saying. Okay, you cannot give up on that because humanity overall comes first before any kind of religion, in my, in my opinion at least. It's only my opinion. I can't say more than that. But you get my point. Um, just for the record so I can uh, clarify a few things, I don't want to upset or insult anyone who is uh, heavily influenced by religion or living uh, a religious life on purpose. Uh, for a specific reason, or if they have a spiritual meaning behind it, that's perfectly fine. You can. I am just pissed off at this specific individual, this woman who's making uh, Michael's life very complicated. And what pisses me off is it feels like to me, from listening to him uh, that that he has he doesn't know what to do. He's just lost. You know, he feels trapped, he's lost very upset and depressed about this this situation because he doesn't know exactly what to do. And if he's calling for a divorce, I can't help but think that maybe, possibly, this could be a good solution for him in the long run. But financially, it's going to destroy him, probably. Um, maybe not too much destroying him, but it's, it's going to cut him down short. That's for sure. And another aspect that, of course, you should keep into account or keep in mind, is I don't know by any stretch of the imagination. I do not know and I cannot say for sure how much he loves that woman. Because especially, you know, when it comes to family and kids and all that, which I personally never had in this, in this sense, of course, but I do realize if you grow attached to people who are actually your blood, That it's difficult to just say goodbye, or at least you don't have to say goodbye, but you know what I mean when I'm talking about divorce. You know, somebody's got to draw the line somewhere. And if he's willing to do that, that emotional stress is going to maybe crush him or even prevent him from setting himself free and apart from that woman. Because no matter from what perspective I look at this stuff, Michael is truly unhappy. He's just very, very unhappy. And um, he, had, he has spent quite a, a amount of time with this woman, I think six years of marriage at least. And at least I think I, I, I think it's, it's that long. They got married quite, not too early, I think. They, they got together for a couple of years and then they got married and the kids came and the kids are now, I don't know, maybe three or four years old or something. I haven't asked. I have to get that information later on. But it's emotionally very devastating is what I'm saying. And it, it, it seems to me that this woman is, I don't know her name. I think her name is Julia, but I don't know for sure. I haven't asked. It's, it's really a long time ago that we talked about this. But last thing I knew back then was that he was happy and he thought he was doing the right thing. And I thought, yeah, that's good. You're moving on. I had no idea about the religious background. He never talked about that because it wasn't an issue. Now it's an issue. Because he hasn't got the room to breathe his own life, obviously, you know. And that, of course, upsets me because this is the kind of stuff that shouldn't be happening, you know. it just You cannot just squeeze someone's air tight and just, you know, choke them to death with the belief that you have and you're trying to force it on someone into their daily lives. It's just, it's obvious that someone is going to suffer and he's the one who is for sure. So that makes me upset because I don't think Michael deserves this. I really don't think that he deserves it. He's a very kind person. He might be slow, yeah, okay. There is more than enough evidence supporting that. But he's also very gullible and uh, naive. And that's the nicest way I can say it in, in, in realism to give you an example of what his personality is like. You know, he would never harm a fly, he would never harm anyone, not even the hair on your scalp. But he will do a lot to make the person that he's interested in feel happy. He's trying to do everything right for that person. He's trying to be too kind almost. You know, it's, it's a mistake, of course. He should show his boundaries. He should show everyone, you know, which line to not cross. To make his space, the space he needs to be himself, still exist and valuable to those that he loves, so that they can respect that, and respect him, and accept him for who he is, and not just force him into something that he doesn't need. So I'm a bit upset that he doesn't get the chance to do that, or he's not maybe powerful enough, or let's say, man enough almost to... uh, to slam his fist on the table and then say, look, I understand what it is that you want. I cannot give you this because it's not going to benefit. Uh, it's, it won't be beneficial for the family is what I'm saying. It, it's, it's not going to make our lives better and certainly not making my life better. I feel miserable about this. Not because of the kids, not because of the family, but because of you. That's what he should say. And I doubt that he ever did that. You know, bringing this conversation to the table and bringing it out in the open, saying what it is that you feel is wrong. Not just what I think is wrong, but what he's obvious, obviously thinking is wrong. But he's too good for that. You know, he's too, uh, too, um, too, positive, too, too positive to sacrifice. Feisty, official, feisty, feisty, no. He's, uh, he's willing to sacrifice himself. To make other people happy. But now he's suffering to such a degree that sacrifice is too much. You know, it will cost him his happiness and maybe his life in the long run. So the question is, of course, in the end, if he loves this woman really, really that much. Well, I have to clarify that with him on, on the phone, which hopefully, like I said, will happen today. If not today, then maybe during the week, I guess. Um I have to clarify how much this woman means to him. I understand that the kids mean a lot to him. That's, you know, out of the question. Completely understandable, even for a guy like me who has no kids. But the woman, eh, I doubt that. If he does truly love her that much, he, he must know that a sacrifice has to be made on his side if he really wants to change something. You know, because obviously um, the woman seems to be very stubborn according to the information I have. And I don't think that she's going to comply to his demands or wishes or anything. You know, she has her standpoint, and she thinks she's protecting the family by keeping, uh, persisting on this standpoint, persisting that the religion will always take a, a, play a, a large role in the family, not just today but in the future. I see uh, only danger to be honest, for michael 's sake and his future and his happiness, so um, let 's see let 's see how much I can squeeze out of him and how much uh, how much trouble he has in his mind about this and i 'll keep you guys informed unless uh, someone is not interested I think um I'm not addressing anyone else by name. I can, I can tell you that the guy's name is Michael, and that should be enough. You know, everything else is not really that much, uh, that important, not location-wise or anything. He does live far away from me, so I can't just drive by there and drink a cup of coffee with a good man. It's not not really, not very realistic at the moment, no. But we can talk at least on the phone, and he can, he can uh, give me the, the heads up the situation he's in, but like I said, uh, for now, it looks very grim and it's a bit devastating that these situations actually occur at all and in our human race it's just really it's it's too baffling and too bizarre for me really, but I understand where it comes from it's just still mind blowing that it can actually happen to people and, and make you so blind and so so bitter on one side you know so ignorant and bitter that you just really cannot accept any anyone else thinking different that's really the pity here especially if it's someone that you supposedly love so much you know i mean you married this person what the fuck were you thinking so we need to clarify that i got to get back to work guys this was this was enough uh, rambling for me i uh, again i'd like to apologize for anyone mm-hmm. who Felt uh, attacked by my ranting. Um, I do admit I don't like religion per se. Um, I keep an open mind to whatever is out there in space. I wanted to address the aliens, but I think that's going to explode this podcast. I'm going to keep that for a a different podcast. And I will explain to you why I think believing that aliens, or at least, let's say, uh, putting aliens in this equation, is more plausible than any godlike creature at all. And there's a good reason for that. There's a scientific reason. And it's it's also surprising that many religious people cannot accept that or find it silly and ridiculous that you would believe in little green men. I don't think they're green, but, you know. Uh, just They find that silly, and they don't find it silly to believe in an omnipotent being that is nowhere to be found, and yet it says so in a book, and they just believe that blindly, then that's not really funny and, and <laughs> or weird in any sense, really. But, but aliens is weird? Give me a break. Okay, that's exactly the uh, kind of ignorance that I am trying to address later on sometime in, in my podcast. That's just, that's just as a side note. There's a larger story to this, and Michael. Yeah, well, eh, I gotta, I gotta take care of that at some point. If I could, I would kick his ass immediately and just <laughs> make him do something. But it's in the end, you know. I can't. I cannot force him to do anything. It's his life. It's his marriage. It's his family. I can only listen to his problems. Um, if he's asking for my advice, I can tell him what probably to do in order to find clarity to make a choice if he wants to stay in the family or not or if even this religious aspect is important for him more than he realizes at the moment or if he's truly unhappy because of given circumstances that's something i need to get out of his chest somehow or out of his mind so to speak okay that's it for now I hope you have um, a wonderful Sunday and a a good, peaceful, safe, healthy rest of the week and all the weeks to follow. I'll be back soon enough, I hope, and we can continue this rant or I'll get back to music, whatever is more fun. (laughs) Take care of yourselves and bye-bye.